Got it. And hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today's the third Thursday of the month, which means it's time for Reeves and Dylan from Well Your World. Before I introduce them, I just want to say that my book, Unprocessed, the 10th anniversary edition, is on sale on Amazon, almost 30% off. But the good news is, is if you buy it and email us your receipt, or a screenshot of your receipt, even if you bought it a long time ago to chefajbonus at yahoo.com, we will send you an incredible two-hour class of recipes not in the book that I sell for $25 and a PDF of the recipe, including my famous strawberry chocolate cheesecake. So without further ado, Dylan is going to be demonstrating recipes in honor of St. Patrick's Day. So please welcome him and Reeves to the show. Hello, Will Your Hello, World. Hello, everybody. Hi, Hi, AJ. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I get to How take is my... Your my green shirt out just one time a year and this is it i don't even have one that, well yeah but you got a little green on it where did that, yeah. that start where they pinch you if you don't wear green people don't know this but my eyes are partially green they're actually hazel so when they i just say look my eyes are the green i don't know aj you deserve some pinching if that's your uh if that's your play <laughs> so you, you, I, you said you're going to make colcannon what is that like what does that mean colcannon we're making a whole bunch of delicious St. Patrick's Day recipes, a lot of potatoes and cabbage. That's what cocannon means. So we're mm -hmm. going to make, it's pretty much mashed potatoes, but even better. It's got greens mm -hmm. and onions in there and garlic. And so they're really tasty mashed potatoes. I, I actually prefer mashed potatoes this way now. And not just that, we're also going to make a cocannon soup. So a soup version with potatoes and cabbage and some fennel. Some people aren't really, haven't been exposed to fennel all that often. And so this is a really good way to taste it, see what you think. It's, we're only using a small amount, so it's a subtle flavor. It's not like you're gonna chew on fennel like an apple. And so that one, we're gonna do a cabbage salad to start with. And then for dessert, we've got a delicious shamrock shake, which we're gonna turn green with spinach. But don't worry, Yum. you won't taste the spinach. It still tastes desserty. <laughs> do you think they still have this shamrock shake at mcdonald's not that any of us would ever go get it oh i didn't even know where shamrock shake came from. <laughs> no that's where, so, that's where it came from years ago i believe uh i just Re rebecca made that recipe and i uh did not know that it came from a copycat sure does all right then so we'll <laughs> be copycatting mcdonald's we're doing healthy mcdonald's today i didn't even know i would have worn my golden arches shirt i'm just kidding i don't have that but uh, without further ado, I'm ready to go. If you have some questions, uh, obviously AJ, Reeves is in the chat box too, um, right? Sweet. I am. I'm, yes. let's, let's get to it. I'm gonna start with, we're gonna get the potatoes cooking for our colcannon. Then we'll come back and make the cabbage salad. Then we will start the colcannon soup, which takes a couple of steps, um, but it's easy. And then we'll make the shamrock shake while it's cooking and we'll taste everything at the end, I guess. And we have the recipes. All the recipes are in Chef AJ's show notes. So just go to the show notes, scroll down, and you can find that and a couple other links to our website, our Facebook group. Yes, we'll be featuring some products that we have on sale this week. We just a few hours ago launched our biggest sale ever, 25% off on four of our items that we're putting on clearance, not because we're getting rid of them, but just because we have new batches coming and we've got to make room. Uh, so we're selling out on all the old stuff. So after the clearance stuff sells out, it'll just go back to the regular price. But we've got our Zesty, which we're going to play with today. Our Fiesta Fire Blend, which is my absolute favorite Mexican blend. It is so, so good. Our Lemon Pepper Pizzazz, which is a lemon pepper seasoning. We use it like pepper. 
and our everything bagel seasoning. So those are 25% off. And of course, if you are a member of our cooking show, you can get another 10% off as a member. So keep that in mind. We'll tell you more about our cooking show as we go. Shall we get started? Yeah. All right. Our cooking show is a lot like this. Tell us more, Reeves. Uh, I mean, I'm on the Reeves cam and I read the questions out loud and Dylan cooks and we have a really fun time. It's a blast. Yeah, we're going to be doing a brunch episode. Our next show is on the 31st, about two weeks away, and we're going to be doing brunch. We've done, how many brunch episodes have we done? A couple at least, yeah. right? And we made a polenta benedict one time hollandaise sauce all vegan all sos free oh so good yeah so do sign up uh we'll talk more about the cooking show as we go but we got to get going so here actually i i did a little bit of prep work on this in the back corner i've got uh, a couple pounds of gold potatoes i didn't even bother peeling them i just chunked them into some you know reasonable size pieces so that we can get them cooking so i'm going to turn this up to high and I'm going to do, show you a little trick that I like for giving a lot of flavor to these potatoes. I know you're going to strain out the water. Where did I put that little shaker? Oh, here we go. So I know you're going to uh, strain out the water, but if you cook the potatoes in a little bit of flavoring, you could use garlic powder, onion powder, but we really like using this zesty. This is one of the ones that we have on sale right now. And I'm just going to throw in like a tablespoon or two of zesty to boil with the potatoes. It's gonna soak up some of that flavor. Just stir it around and your potatoes will have lots of flavor from that. I think I'm gonna, I only use like one tablespoon. I'm gonna go with two. I love this hack. Yeah, this is a nice hack. I, uh, I think I first learned it from Kathy Fisher in Straight Up Food where she did garlic powder and onion powder when she was cooking her mashed potatoes and I was like, dang, that's a great idea. So I'm doing it with our zesty. Okay, so the potatoes are going. We're just gonna bring them to a boil and let them cook till they're nice and soft like mashed potatoes. Of course, you could do this same thing in your Instant Pot. You just have a little bit less water down at the bottom, put your potatoes on a trivet. I mean, I put them in water, I don't even care. But <laughs> then you can put the zesty in and you'll actually save more of the zesty because you won't be dumping out so much water. So that uh, works great. I think with that size potato, what would I do in the Instant Pot? Maybe eight minutes on high pressure and then you can just manual release it and away you go. Okay. That's that, we'll get to this cabbage salad. This is a very big cabbage. I, uh, it's one of the larger ones I've seen. <laughs> you were gonna buy two yesterday and then you said, I don't think I need two. Yeah, I don't think I need two for this one. So let's just kind of cut this thing in half and we'll see if we can get the core out. Wow. Okay, there it is. So and then we're just gonna take this stemmy core and you just cut around it. You don't need to do anything real fancy. Uh, and you don't have to be perfect, but it's just as simple as that, really. Boom, the core is out. Okay, this is still like one cabbage, and for this cabbage uh, salad that we're making now, we only need about a half of a regular size cabbage. So let's just go with this and see where it lands us. But did we say that the recipes are down below already? Yeah. There's a link down below. You can get all the recipes that we're doing today, all the measurements. You don't have to take notes. It's all there and it's easy to print. You can print it out real fast and simple. Put it on the inside of your pantry door. And then you've got awesome recipe ideas that you can use all month long before you finally get sick of them or not and change them up for others. So <laughs> we're just going to shred this cabbage. Of course, you can use your shredder in your food processor, uh, but you know, it's, it's pretty fast to, oops, it's pretty fast to shred. 
Perla says that she loves eating liqueur, and they shred it into their soup and salad, too. Yes, you could certainly do that. I use the core when I make my uh, homemade SOS-free sauerkraut. Ooh. So the core is, is not bad. I mean, the texture is going to be a little different, but if you cook it, I think it's better. Um, but this is a salad, and we're not cooking it. But it, you could use it in a soup, I suppose. And if you got a nice sharp knife, then shredding cabbage is pretty fast and easy. And then this rest that kind of fell apart, we'll just slice it up, no big deal. All right. You know, I don't want to do any spoilers here, but Art <laughs> Cole Cannon soup is world famous. Yeah, it's been a hot item in our Facebook group. I uh, teased everybody because I actually made it. I forgot we were doing it on the show today. And I had bought ingredients for the Cole Cannon soup because it's on my meal rotation right now. And I made it just a few days ago and posted it in the group and said, has anyone here heard of this one? Because everybody posts their Cole Cannon soup to our Facebook group. It's crazy. Okay, I hear the <laughs> potatoes boiling now. So I'll just give them a little stir and we'll turn the heat down to medium. And then just give them about, I don't know, 10, 10 minutes or so should it be about all it takes. We'll just leave that going. Could you do it in an instant pot? Somebody's yes. asked. Yeah, I said that uh, when I was first started them, you could throw them in an instant pot. You could put the zesty in there, a little bit of water and good to go. Okay. So our cabbage, now you can just leave this and you could, you know, dress it and let it sit for a little while and marinate. Or you can do what we often do when we're making coleslaw, which is to massage this just a little bit, you know, only like 30 seconds, just to kind of break up the hard fibrous cabbage to make it a softer bite when you go to eat it. Just wash your hands. And uh, it's real easy, simple. And I think it is a worthwhile step just to soften it a little bit because cabbage, and we're not adding salt. So like a lot of people might salt their cabbage and then rinse it. Well, we don't do that. We'll just use our hands and we'll soften it manually like they did in the days before salt. Okay, that's pretty much good for me. How's everybody doing over there, Reeves? They're good. They want to know about your knife because it looks nice and sharp and so they're a little jealous. Yeah, the easiest way to cook is with a sharp, sharp knife. Uh, we've got uh this is i love the global knives this is a global brand i think it's a what g5 g5 i like it because it doesn't have such a, a radius and i don't have to like really hammer on the wrist i can just go straight down on things and it'll cut through them nice uh, as opposed to other knives that have a, a much more significant radius the rounded edge so I really like this knife. It's called a veggie knife. That I'm also partial to it for that reason. <laughs> okay, a little red onion we're gonna throw in here. And what do we wanna do with this red onion? Just kinda uh, slice it or dice it? I think in the past we've diced it for this recipe. So- If you dice it, you could do those really uh, thin ribbons. Yeah, you could do, well, it, it only needs about a quarter of an onion, not a lot. I'll show you. So this is just really dicing it really small. And yeah, when it's sharp, you can get right through an onion very easily. Um, but you could also take the onion. So we'll throw this in the pot and we'll use that. And then you could also, if you prefer a slice, you could just slice it kind of like we did it with the cabbage. And you can just get really nice thin slices like that. And then you could have massaged the onion in with the cabbage if you wanted. So there's that option too. I need a bowl now. We'll save that for later.
And Patty says that she made my secret sauce last night. The McReeves? Yeah. Oh, the McReeves is a good one. I think we did that on the show, actually, here yeah, with we AJ. Did. That was a that's a great recipe. That's another one people post a lot in the group because it's it gives them hamburger feelings for the people that have those nostalgic food desires. Mm -hmm. You can tell Dylan's not really a nostalgic food person, and seeing as he doesn't remember Shamrock Shakes. But I sure am. <laughs> Give me that hamburger wrap. Give me that shamrock shake. That's a meal. Yeah. Okay, what else are we throwing in? Oh, I've got a can of chickpeas. This is just a can of chickpeas rinsed and drained, and we're throwing that in with the cabbage and the red onion. Okay, so that's the bulk of our cabbage salad. I added the chickpeas because I think all salads need a little bit of starch. That's just me. Okay, let's make a dressing, shall we? Um, potatoes are looking good. Potatoes are looking good. Have a glance, folks. There it is. <laughs> okay, for this, let's use. Uh, we're going to use a little bullet blender. Uh, we'll use the Vitamix for some other stuff, but I do love a magic bullet type of blender. Here's my cords all. Get that there. Um, they're really nice for smaller quantities that the Vitamix just won't do as good of a job because the canister is a little big. Okay, so I've got some apple cider vinegar here. Let me let, line all this stuff up and show you what we've got going on here. That looks like a shiny new magic bullet. This is a shiny new one. Okay. That's just water. So here's what we have for the dressing. We've got some apple cider vinegar. I'll throw that right in. We've got some Dijon mustard. This is that Westbury no salt added. I hope to have a mustard soon for you guys. There have been a lot of requests for mustard. A well your world no salt like a ballpark type mustard. And we yeah. just need about a tablespoon or so. You'd like that, AJ? Oh, I would love it so much. You actually are one of the people that has requested that for me in the past. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. Okay, then we've got what is this? Paprika and some garlic. This is quite a bit of garlic. Um, it is the cheater garlic, so it's a little less strong. So I go a little heavier handed on the garlic. Uh, paprika. We're gonna put in a little bit of liquid smoke, only like a quarter teaspoon. Be careful, bro. Everybody is watching. <laughs> Just a few drops. Oh, the bottle is pretty hard much because empty. it doesn't have the little spout, but that is the best liquid smoke. Yes, I really like this Wright's liquid smoke. It doesn't have like the caramel coloring and all the other garbage. It's just the smoky stuff. Okay, and now we're going to use some date powder. You can use regular dates. We sell a date powder on our website, one of our most popular products. It's an incredible, fine, beautiful, most of the date sugar, most people call it, that you buy in the store is like quite coarse. This is really powdery, so it dissolves a little better. Of course, it's not going to completely dissolve because it does have all of the fiber. It's whole dates with nothing removed, just dried. But it, it's much nicer to use like to sweeten a beverage and things like that. And it's going to be easier on our blender because we didn't have uh, the dates soaked, for example. And so you can do things without needing to like wait. Of course, if you're using a Vitamix, you don't really need to soak them anyway. But that's our dressing. So let's uh, give this a nice blend. I mean, you could practically just whisk this together because nothing in it really needed blending since we didn't use whole dates. I always shake my... I always shake my magic bullet when I'm blending with it because like a bartender, <laughs> not quite that, but uh, <laughs> I, I giving it a little shake helps with uh, getting everything kind of even in there because this is a much less hardcore blender than the Vitamix. I'm going to add a little bit of water 
and we'll blend it for a few seconds. It's gonna be tangy and sweet and so good. This is a really good, you only need a little bit of water just to give it your desired consistency. And a little thicker is okay because we're gonna coat all this cabbage. It's not like a lettuce dressing. Okay, let's clean up. Our, we have fifth free or shipping on all orders $50 or more. So throw a date powder in your order and get free shipping with the other clearance items that we've got going. Okay, here we go. This is our salad. I'm gonna throw it all in. It's a, it's a perfect amount for the, this amount of uh, cabbage and beans and onions. Looks good. Wash your blender before it gets crusty. Let's give this a stir. <laughs> I love that this has chickpeas in it. Yeah, it's a nice touch. And you could experiment with other things, other starchy things. Um, I don't think potatoes would be quite right for this one, but like you could play with putting in anything else, anything really. Quinoa would be kind of interesting, but mostly your bites are the cabbage and that oniony flavor and this beautiful dressing. So there we go. Simplest veggie uh, cabbage salad. Now. You just let it sit, give it a stir every few minutes. You can store it in the fridge. It'll keep quite nicely because it's not lettuce, but rather it's cabbage, so that'll help. And boom, oh, did I need to put some parsley? I forgot my parsley. Why not? Let's stir in about a little handful of parsley. Dill. Yes. Dorothy had something really nice to say. Hi, Dorothy. I'm obsessed with your Well Your World Fiesta Lime and Calypso seasonings and the Italian dressing. They are literally <laughs> yeah, go think, buy them you will not regret it yeah the italian dressing is really popular it's a tart dressing it's not like overly sweet but it's traditional italian dressing is like 50 percent oil it's extreme and the ones that they sell at the store that are not oil the fat-free ones taste like chemicals it's very strange and disgusting ours is legit Right, Reed, you, you, said, gonna say something. you said dressing and I got so excited because someone sent us a message and I want you guys to let me know if this is true or false that sweet tomatoes is coming back oh gosh that is it a be, rumor that would or... be really wonderful because we just smuggle our dressings into there yeah we just take what I do at sweet tomatoes is I have a purse with uh, an avocado because they <laughs> do not have avocado there and I have our, our salad dressing and it's just like the perfect topper to the salad. Okay, that's even prettier now. Look at that with the parsley. We are good to go. Let that salad sit. We'll give it a stir and we'll be tasting it as part of our, I guess, four course meal. Okay, so our potatoes should be looking good. Let's go check them. I'll stick a fork in them. And they are not ready. We're gonna need to give that a little bit more time. So let's take some questions. And I'll, I'll chop and prep for the next recipe and we'll just keep those a cooking. Stephanie was asking, does the website have the ingredients listed for your products that we can read before purchasing? Yes, not all the ingredients. On some things I hide some ingredients only because I don't want people to steal my ideas. Not because we're concealing shenanigans. Our products are all whole food, healthy ingredients. Um, anything that some people tend not to like, like some people avoid nutritional yeast, that would always be on the label. Things like citric acid in some of our products is always on the label. Um, but I don't put every single ingredient. So if you have like a food sensitivity, email us. It's very clear what our email is on our site. And uh, I'll tell you which food, which items to avoid based on a sensitivity or an allergy that you might have. Um, okay.
So we're going to do some prep while the potatoes are cooking for the colcannon. Oh, actually, there are a couple other things I can do for the colcannon while those potatoes are still going. Let's, this is our, our backup plan we'll use if we still need it. Because I do need to prep some greens for the colcannon. This is our mashed potatoes colcannon, the one that for the potatoes that are cooking on the stove right now. And again, don't forget all the recipes for everything down below in a PDF. You can print it out. La -di -da. So we've got this is mashed potatoes with greens and these beautiful green onions that my friend Alex grew that he gifted me. When life gives you lemons, trade them for green onions. <laughs> we have a really productive lemon tree and I'm like, Alex, you've got to come get more lemons. Okay, this is as simple as just pulling the greens right off the stem and I'll save these stems for making my smoothies because that's all good, healthy stuff for a smoothie. And all we're doing is ripping the, the greens right off the stem and then we'll just give them a little chop. We're actually going to steam some of these. We're going to steam all of these rather and then we'll blend some up. TS is asking if you have something similar to a barbecue seasoning to sprinkle on potatoes or oven-baked chips. We don't, but we have had that request. We have a barbecue sauce, which you could uh, dip really good for dipping chips, uh, fries, and all of that. But we don't have it in a seasoning form, so maybe we'll be working on that one for this year, too, because you're not the first to ask. I would try, in the meantime, I would try the voodoo because it does have that touch of sweetness. So it's like kind of got the same vibe that a barbecue would have. Yeah, it just has a little bit of Cajun-y flavor, but th that's, a great, uh, that's a great option. Try the voodoo. It's, it's really good. We actually sweetened that one a little bit with our date powder, like I was showing you that we made in this uh, salad dressing for the cabbage salad we just made. Okay. So you, we thought about buying the kale in a bag, which is fine if you're okay with the stems. Yeah, because we're gonna steam the kale, then it probably would have been, whoops, it probably would have been okay uh, leaving the stems in and like the prep, the prep bag, but I prefer no stems for this one. And the other thing you could do is you could get frozen kale or even frozen spinach, and that would work really well for this. Okay, I'm just roughly chopping. We're not doing any kind of perfection stuff. We're just roughly chopping through this so we don't have bites that get all over your face. Do you guys love how I get to just swim with the food on screen? <laughs> Before Reeves, I had to do this on Zoom because, and let people talk because I couldn't see the chat box. So I couldn't tell anything that was going on. We've been doing this show since 2018, Whoa. way before a pandemic uh, turned everybody to the internet. We were, we were uh, doing this show and I was doing it all by myself. Reeves, you moved here like right before a pandemic started, so. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna make so many friends stuck at home. <laughs> then I made all you friends online, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I've got my steamer pot. I'm going to throw all of this kale into the steamer pot. But I'm gonna steam these onions too, just to soften. They don't really need it, but I'm already doing it, so why not? So here are these beautiful green onions. These, and these are so nice. You could have plant these and they'll just turn into a million more onions, but I'm eating them. Save that if you want it. So Donnell asks, I've been using thin plastic cutting boards. Are the wood ones better for my knives? Uh, I don't know if it makes a difference to your knives, but the plastic ones, uh, I, I just don't like the surface 
feeling in my hand as much. So like I can feel when my knife touches the board, obviously, and it feels a lot different with plastic. The thin plastic ones, I'll admit, are a little better than like the thick plastic ones, which are very noisy. So when I'm chopping on those thick plastic ones, it's just like ample, you know, echoing through the whole entire house. So I don't really like those ones personally. A good wood cutting board is my favorite feeling to cut into. Um, so this is just personal preference. But can you show them your Silpat hack when you're done with that? I sure can. Remind me. Okay. Carol's also asking, would you be offering your bottle dressings as a bundle special? Uh, not right now, but we make sure you're on our newsletter. All of our deals that we do, the first people to find out as our newsletter group at 5 a.m. every Thursday is at our time is when we send out our newsletter. So pay, uh, make sure you're on the newsletter. You can join by going to our website and scrolling down to the bottom and you'll see the join our newsletter. And so just make sure you're on there. All of our new products, all of our cookbooks when we launch them, everything goes onto the newsletter first. And for our recipes, all of our new recipes, those are all gonna be had by our members. So the membership on our live cooking show is where we will first make all of our new recipes. Mm -hmm. So make sure you join our cooking show if you wanna get the new stuff. And if you like to watch us freeform cook for an hour and a half, that's gonna be the best way Just like to we do are it. right now. Otherwise you gotta wait a year for the recipe to show up maybe on YouTube, and then it's only gonna be the eight minute video version. If that's all you want, fine. But for us, it's kinda of like building community. You know, it's not just cooking online, it's hanging out with people that are like you, that eat like you. I'm crying a little, not because I'm getting emotional, but because of the onions. Just let it out, Bill. Don't forget to show them your silk pad. So to stop your wood cutting board from cruising around, just throw down one of these Silpats. Um, this is just like the Amazon basics one. You can get them for a few bucks and then set your cutting board on top and it will stay put. You don't want to be cutting and then your cutting board starts moving around and you're like, oh boy, that's how you cut your hands. Reeves will go to you while I wipe my face. <laughs> um, you used to do what others do with like the wet towel and whatnot, but if you invest in a wooden cutting board like that, you don't want to put it on a wet surface really. So I love that hack. Yeah. And if you do end up buying a cutting board like that, as long as you take care of it and put some mineral oil on it from time to time, it lasts a really long time. Yeah, they last really well. Here it's quite dry, so you do need to oil it even more often than if you live, those potatoes are ready to go. Then if you live in a moist climate, it, it'll keep your cutting board a little more moist, but too much moisture and it'll warp, too much dryness and it'll warp. So you do need to oil a wood cutting board once in a while in order to keep it from cracking. Mine's years old. It's finally showing some little cracks here in the corners and stuff, but I, I got lots of time left on this one. And you, if you were a wood person, you could sand it and redo it and all that. I happen to not be. <laughs> okay. You could wood burn your name onto the side. Sure, you could do it. That's how they did this one. It didn't say booze board and it's kind of like burned in. Okay, so our greens are steaming now. We've got them in here in the steamer pot. I love this style of steamer pot. They're not that easy to find anymore. This was the originally the Kirkland Signature uh, set of pots and pans that I really like. I don't like nonstick stuff, so I really like the stainless steel, but now the Kirkland Signature ones all have the Teflon coating, which I do mm. not prefer. Uh, not because I'm afraid of the Teflon like some people are, but because it just doesn't last. And I don't want to be getting new stuff all the time. I want my stuff to last. Invest one time in good gear, and then you don't have to do it again. Okay, so that is ready to go. We don't need to move on to the coal cannon yet. Let's 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 get going on the coal cannon, coal cannon, not the coal cannon soup. We'll do that after. 
So here's what we'll do is I'm going to strain out. I'm just going to strain the water out of the potatoes that are in the corner there. Okay. And we'll come back and I'll throw them in a nice big pot and we'll do some mashing. Okay. Reeb's back to you. <laughs> so someone was saying they also use those foam shelf liners instead of the silpat, and that works wonderful for oh, keeping the cutting board from moving around. Very nice, very nice. Eileen says, I love your newsletter. I print out the recipes and I keep them in a dedicated Well Your World file folder. Awesome. That's a great thing to do because sometimes you just, you get recipe amnesia, Reeves calls it, and you yeah. need just a reminder. Like, I know how to cook. I know there are 50 things I love to cook, but I can think of zero right now. Yeah. And you just gotta, you just gotta have them at the ready. A folder or our cookbook is a great way to go. Okay, check it out. You can see the potatoes have all the bits and good stuff from the zesty seasonings that have rehydrated in the water are just adding flavor to these potatoes. Now we'll mash. Mash it up. You know, I call it recipe amnesia. I know a lot of people call it decision fatigue, but I don't, I think it's a little different than that because, you know, you go throughout your day, you're probably working, you know, we work and we take care of Luca. And by the time it comes to think of a recipe, I've used my brain power on every other thing that day. And I, even I will forget like everything I know when it comes to <laughs> everything food. I know. No, it's true. It really isn't a, a lack of ability making a decision. It's just like, I just forget. I just forget. And, uh, and that's okay. Nothing to feel bad about. Wash this too. You do not want a potato <laughs> masher that gets crusty and you come back to it and you're like scrubbing every little, you could just spray this off and it's done. So you do know, that. Dylan says that about his blender and the masher and the whisk, but you know what he doesn't wipe off? The high chair. The high chair is disgusting. <laughs> so that gets crusty and I end up taking that thing outside and just spraying it off with the hose. Uh, I should do better on the high chair. I guess I just haven't gotten in the habit. It's not that disgusting. I was only joking. <laughs> okay, our greens should be plenty done. They just need a couple of minutes. And here's the fun we're going to do here. Let's just set this aside for a second. Grab our greens. I'll need a pot holder, trivet. All right. Here's our greens. Looking nice. Ooh, there's nice and something bright about green. The steamed uh, green onions, I I just love it. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a, a steamed salad I make that's just shaved Brussels sprouts and diced green onions and a little seasoning, and it's so good. I I love it. Now you don't have to do this next step. We're gonna do it. Let me get rid of this pot. But we're gonna blend up about half of those greens with some soy milk, because we need soy milk for our mashed potatoes to make potatoes to make them nice and creamy. So this is kind of something that gives you green potatoes on St. Patrick's Day, is we're gonna blend up some of this steamed kale, throw in a, you know, a, half, a half a cup, whatever, of soy milk. It's not something you need to measure. A little bit extra only makes your potatoes extra creamy, am I right? And then let's blend this up. Was there Way anything else I wanted to beer. throw in? Da, 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 dum, dum. <laughs> It's certainly better than green beer, Reeves, indeed. Okay, I'll get my little blender spatula. This thing's pretty handy for getting everything out of your blender. 
This is going to be great. I can't wait for the color. And then you throw in that deep green, steamed greens. Then you go straight to the sink and you clean your blender. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to rinse it off. What else are they saying? <laughs> Somebody's going to Ireland in May. That's awesome. To what? To Ireland. Ooh. I actually wonder how the vegan options would be there. Now we got the rest of our greens. Throw those in just like that. Pardon the clanking. Okay, and then we'll come back and stir that in just a sec here. A little bit more color. I have never been to Ireland. I'd love to go. That sounds awesome. You've never kissed the Blarney Stone? No. Okay, here we go. We're mixing. This is going to make some beautiful, look up close. Wow. Some beautiful green potatoes. And now you just keep adding as much soy milk or plant milk, whatever your preference, uh, until it reaches the creaminess that you desire. This is looking so good. They're the most flavorful potatoes. Remember, I, these were gold potatoes. You can do it with any potato. I, I used gold and I didn't even bother removing the peel, the skin. So you can just, you don't, you can just wing it. And you don't have to do the blender part if you don't want to. I think this is probably good. We have a little taste without revealing how delicious they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. We're done. <laughs> Those are good, too. Ooh, that zesty is good in that one. I just, I love eating your greens and your veggies inside of the potatoes. It's revolutionary. I know. Now it's a, it's a whole meal, just that one recipe. You don't have to do anything else. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's make our Colcannon soup. Are you ready? Any questions before we do that? You know, someone was asking about Luca, and he is a starch boy through and through. He just loves the potatoes. The Colcannon soup we made it the other day, he'll just gobble <laughs> that down. Yeah, he, he, we don't make any special food for him anymore. At first, we would make really plain stuff, like some just feed him some regular rice. All the stuff we would have from like a bulk prep, you know, um, because we haven't added much flavor to it, and that mm -hmm. was great. And then we're just like, you know what? I don't think he cares. We started feeding him what we eat and it's a little bit spicier and he gets used to it. He doesn't make a fuss. And uh, he so. like figured out calorie density real fast. He's like a piece of steamed broccoli. No, give me the potato. Give me the avocado. Oh, and the ladies at the sushi joint love him. They bring him a side of rice, a side of avocado. He squeezes cheeks <laughs> and uh, we all have a good time. We always sit on the patio with our blankets because it's just so much more pleasant. It's beautiful here in the, in the winter. Okay, y'all, I'm gonna remind you again that you have got to join our cooking show. There's the link down there at the bottom. If you haven't done it, try us out, do a month. If you hate it, let me know. I'll give you your money back. You're not gonna hate it. You're gonna love it. You get 10% member discount on all of our products. Even the ones that are on sale, you can stack discounts on top of discounts with your 10% for your whole order. We do two live shows just like this every month and you get access to the replays, the PDF downloads, just like the PDF for the recipes that you can download here for the show we're doing with AJ today. And uh, that's that. And our next episode is gonna be brunch. There it is, brunch. We're making all kinds of tasty, breakfasty, lunchy things. And they're always real simple. You know my whole mantra is simplicity. Get rid of the complication. Find ways to save time in the kitchen. Cook really quickly. Settle for what's good enough. And don't try to get a mouthgasm in every bite. Because 
I mean, we're damn near there anyway. These are delicious recipes. <laughs> okay, let's get to the cooking. Here is, actually we'll use, we'll do this in a second. Let's start with chopping some veggies. I got some chopping to do, Reeves. AJ, you guys got any questions? Donnell says, are live shows on certain Fridays? Our live shows are two Fridays a month. Uh, and we always have at least three dates in advance so that you can see when they are. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you have to miss it, you can always catch the replay. Uh, the chat box is so fun for the live shows, just like it's fun right now. And everybody interacts and hangs out and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. It's just hang out, sit, watch us cook, hang out, banter about, and then get the recipes after the show. All right, we're just chopping up some carrots and celery some onion actually I chopped the onion but we're just chunking up into little dice pieces these carrots you saw me just kind of strip it lengthwise and then I'm just turning them and dicing them away now you're on to the world famous this is our cocannon soup thank you Reed you guys should join our Facebook group because I swear there's at least like two cocannon posts every single day of somebody making it for the first time or again that's true. I don't know what it is about some recipes. I mean, it's not like it's necessarily better. I guess it's a bit innovative. It's kind of uh, unique, this recipe. It's not like we just turned something into a healthy version, because I don't think cold cannon soup's all that common. Beth wants a better close-up of the potatoes Okay. the camera. Uh, I can give you that. Give the people what they want, Bill. Are you ready? Here is the finished potatoes, but don't worry, I'm gonna, we're gonna set everything out when we do a tasting here at the end. Okay, we've got some stalks of celery. Same idea as the carrots, we're just gonna kinda cut them lengthwise. The big parts, you could just add a little cut. You know, this, the top part here where it's real thin, you don't need more than one cut. But down here, maybe you add a couple of more slits so that when you start dicing everything up, it makes smaller bits, you feel me? That's a little chopping hack. I'll take all the chopping hacks that you got, Dill, because I'm not a good chopper. I know. So I learn something new every time. <laughs> you don't like to be corrected on your chopping either. So I just do it live, and she picks up on it, but she doesn't think that it's geared toward her, so I get away <laughs> with it better, because I cannot tell her in person. <laughs> all right, chop, chop, chop. This is, again, this, this doesn't have to be tiny, perfect bits. It's just, you know, bite-sized little pieces that are going to be in our soup here. I would say um, if you don't want to chop, you can always do this stuff in your food processor. Since we're doing carrots, celery, onion, fennel, we're gonna do the cabbage. This would be a good excuse to get the food processor out and save a little time. If you're just doing one of those items, it's kind of annoying because you got to clean the device. But if you're doing like four or five items in that thing, that's, that's a nice little tool to have. Uh, I do love chopping, so this, this particular recipe, there's no way I would ever pull out my food processor, but it's all personal preference. Do, do what you like to do. Okay, here's a fennel bulb. Not everybody is very used to eating fennel. Uh, I love it roasted. I love roasted veggies, fennel, Brussels sprouts, sweet potato, big chunks of red onion, and then our balsamic vinegar as a marinade. Our balsamic vinaigrette is so good. We're just going to use like half of a, a fennel bulb, okay? We don't, we'll save this for other cooking. I know a lot of people either can't find fennel or don't like fennel and always ask, well, what should I use instead? But our recipes are very forgiving, so you could either just leave it out completely 
or put something else that's in your fridge that you need to use up. Yeah, the easiest thing probably just leave it out if you don't like it. We're gonna use some ground fennel seed in the flavor too, which is very subtle, but so delicious. But we made a potato corn chowder, I believe, with Chef AJ as well. And mm -hmm. that one, you can, you can use those kinds of flavorings with this type of a, a soup with the cabbage and everything, because that one didn't have cabbage. And then this fennel is a lot like an onion in that it already has layers, so you don't have to, uh, it, chopping it's quite easy. You just slice it into lengths and turn it and chop it, and boom. Nice. Linda said, made the white bean scramble the other day, and oh my God, it was delicious. My daughter who eats sad was impressed. Called Ooh. it a 10. That means a lot coming from her. That's wonderful. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. Okay, we had a little more carrot. So here's what we've got in our pot. And we're going to do a little saute. We've got the carrots, celery. Here's an, one yellow onion that I chopped right before we went live. And now I'm going to go over to the stove again. And let's get this baby going. I'm going to crank the heat. And once it starts sizzling, I'll uh, add a little liquid maybe and we'll adjust it. Did you do a mirepoix? That is a mirepoix. <laughs> How fancy of you, Dill. Thanks. Um, this could also be adapted using frozen ingredients. If you don't want to chop it all, you could use the frozen mirepoix mix like we use in that same potato chowder. You could use the frozen potatoes like we did in the potato chowder, because that was from our 10-minute meals that we all did together. Um, okay, what's next on this one that I want to do? Let's bring everything else over here. Somebody was asking, how do you keep um, there from being any odors on the cutting board? You know, I don't really have a problem with that. You can, some people like to use a dedicated cutting board, but I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've never noticed it. I cook with a lot of the same things in every recipe, so any cross-contamination of smells would just be in the next dish anyway. So, and it's not like I use this for like desserty sweet things, because I don't really need a cutting board for any of that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with it. I suppose if the plastic ones, if that was something that was really a bother for you, you could either have two cutting boards or you could use the plastic ones because they're not going to be as porous. And I scrub it with like a plastic scrubber, not a uh, metal scrubber. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, let's check it out on the stove. We're going to just add some veggie stock as we go here to keep from sticking so that we don't burn. Just like that. This is a low sodium. This is my favorite veggie stock until I come out with a veggie stock powder, but this is the Pacific brand veggie broth, low sodium. Not no sodium, unfortunately, but the, the no sodium ones I found, everything else about them I don't like. They just don't understand the ratio of veggies or something. Give it a little stir and we're just gonna let everything soften. If you wanted to skip the saute step and just throw everything in and let the soup boil, I'm sure you wouldn't notice any difference really in flavor, maybe a little bit, mm -hmm. but you, you can cut corners like that. I encourage it, but we'll act like we're chefs or something for a minute. Apple O'Day said some kohlrabi would be good in the soup or parsnips. Oh, that's a good, yes. Parsnips would be excellent. Those are great suggestions, mm -hmm. especially if you're looking to replace the fennel with something. Kohlrabi is an interesting one. It's got kind of a celery flavor. I haven't had kohlrabi in a long time. It's more subtle. Uh, way more subtle than like fennel. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna add some flavor to our pot. I'm gonna do some crushed black pepper. And you can add this as you go too, as you're tasting, when you serve it, you could add some black pepper. Then we have here, just to show you, 
We've got some more minced garlic. We've got, this is some ground fennel seed, which, which has a, a similar flavor to the fennel, but it is different. Then we have some of our nutritional yeast. Yes, we sell the most amazing nutritional yeast on our website. It's the best price. You can compare it to the other non-fortified ones like the Sari brand or the Anthony. Ours is cheaper by the ounce than all of those. And again, we offer free shipping at 50 bucks. And you don't have to order like three pounds of it in order to get a good deal. So please try our nutrients, let us know what you think. Um, we've got our Stardust. Stardust is another one. This is a really popular one. Uh, it's kind of like Benson's Table Tasty, except we're a vegan company that doesn't sell hunting products. Okay, so we're going to throw all that into the pot. Let's do it. And this is going to be delicious. And then just as you go, add a little more veggie stock so that everything mixes together. Some bay leaves. A couple of bay leaves. How about that? And we'll add a little bit of juice. We're going to end up using a full quart. Sometimes I use two. You can use water. You don't have to use veggie stock. But it's a, it's a pretty big pot of soup. So... Enjoy. Someone was asking if it would be the same amount of liquid in the instant pot. In the instant pot, um, you want enough uh, liquid in your instant pot to cover your potatoes, and then you could use that as your gauge. Then it'll be enough to cook everything, and then you can uh, just add a little bit after you open up your instant pot. You can add a little more liquid just to get to your desired liquidiness. So, <laughs> liquidiness. <laughs> Okay, so now that that's cooking, let's get to chopping up our potatoes because we're going to add those next. Reeves, back to you. I'm going to just drain. I had these. Okay, let me tell you. I forgot. These are red potatoes. Oh, and I've peeled <laughs> they don't them. look red, though. They sure don't. I've peeled the... It's optional. You don't need to peel the potatoes at all if you don't care. But I just peeled these red potatoes. I like the red potatoes. They have like a denser texture for this but when i made it earlier this week i was telling you i just use russet potatoes so try it with golds try it with reds try it with russets russets are going to fall apart more when you once they're cooked keep that in mind um but yeah i'll just strain out this water I'll be right back <laughs> so drew said i've been using the frozen mirepoix for convenience Heck yeah. But they're considering just doing a day of chopping and making their own bags of frozen mirepoix. Yes, that's a common, uh, that's a common sort of progression. Mm -hmm. People are like, why am I buying all of this stuff when I could just use my own fresh ingredients and make a mirepoix mix? Well, not just why am I buying it, but sometimes you can't find everything consistently yeah. depending on the store. So we need to chop these potatoes. All I'm going to do is start by chopping them in half. I could have done some, a little bit of this prep before, but I'm just going to chop them in half, then I chop them in half again, then I chunk them into bite-sized pieces. So that's how I do it. And I've got, this is about three pounds of potatoes, so it is going to make a nice big pot of soup. Um, I like, you know, I, I'm not the type of person that does a bunch of big batch food prep one day a week. I'm the type of person who does big batch food prep at every meal that you make so that you can make fewer meals that day or that week. Mm -hmm. So like this soup is a nice big pot and I'll eat it for lunch and for dinner that day and that's it. I'll just make one meal and then for breakfast maybe I'll skip it, which is what I usually do, or eat like a smoothie or oatmeal. Mm -hmm. So this is my way of doing big batch food prep without setting aside a day to do it. I'm already going to chop this to make a regular size portion of soup. Why not make it a larger portion? And I know some of you are going to ask, does it freeze? Well, Pretty much anything can freeze, so give it a shot. Uh, I don't really freeze things, I eat them. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't ever have leftovers to freeze, but you certainly can. I mean, this, will, this dish will last in the fridge for a week. I'm, I'd be surprised if you couldn't eat it enough times 
in a week to, to clear through it. But whatever your personal preference is, whatever works for you, I'm a big supporter of that. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here just to give you ideas, and then you decide what's going to work the best. I don't care what you do. I love everybody just the same. <laughs> well, you know, I've seen the appetite that Luca's starting to develop, and he, I've seen what Dylan can eat, and I'm scared for the future. He has an appetite. My goodness, that baby. He, he just smiles and laughs. And then you know when he's done because the floor becomes covered in ingredients <laughs> and that gets annoying i've put this big tray underneath of him when he's eating and it's an attempt to catch as much as i can but it's never going to be perfect <laughs> luca's going to daycare next week we get our lives back just kidding i'm kidding rebecca doesn't like when i make that joke uh miss him, we'll miss him a lot but we gotta get back to work i've got products to create i've got things to do yeah, people have been requesting that you, your ballpark mustard, mm -hmm. a salsa, that salsa. Uh, broth powder that you've been working on. Yes, got to get back to that. Um, but he's only going for a few days a week. But like in only three days of, of Luca at a daycare, we could probably get six days of work done. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I think he'll love it. I mean, that kid loves other kids, loves other kids. Yeah. He, lo he loves kids. He always gets so excited if he sees a little kid. And he loves dogs. So if he sees a dog, he, loves he just dogs. starts waving and shaking. It's so adorable. He loves dogs. It's so funny that, I mean, and it could be the most ferocious looking dog. It does not, none of that <laughs> registers to a baby. It's, it's just growling. a dog. He's got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite that. I don't think he's gotten close to anything like that. <laughs> Okay, let's go check those veggies. Make sure they don't need a little more juice. I hear the sizzle start to diminish, and I know that means add some things. Okay. <laughs> Jesse Bunker Maxwell says, you guys need to consider getting a puppy one of these days soon. <laughs> it might have to happen. We'll see. Okay. Oh, wait. Did you lose a toe? No. I'm pretty fast. Good job. No cuts. But we do often, I do cut myself live on our cooking show. You should check it out. <laughs> uh, and then I have, I have a whole drawer of items, bandages, band-aids, wound seal, <laughs> for that very reason. It's right where you're standing. So the reason this one kind of makes sense to saute the veggies separately is because you're going to have other prep work to do while they're sauteing, like we're cutting these potatoes. And so it just kind of works out. You're not, it's not taking any extra time to do it. But if you had everything kind of mise en place and ready to go, then maybe you just throw it all in, start your soup, get it to a boil, let it cook, and you're done. So uh, you got lots of ways of doing our recipes. One person was saying the Instant Pot, great idea. Uh, I would think that this probably wouldn't need, but with the potatoes this size going into the Instant Pot, it probably wouldn't need, but four or five minutes in the Instant Pot, and then you can probably just do manual release. What do you guys think on the time? It has the carrots, the celery, the onion. It's mm -hmm. gonna have the cabbage. I, I, this size will need definitely at least an eight-quart Instant Pot, I can tell you that, or else just half the recipe or whatever. Okay, I forgot about these potatoes. Thanks for keeping me company here. Um, nobody's giving you suggestions on the Instant Pot time because they're all recommending dog breeds for us to consider. <laughs> 
Uh, my last dog that I had for years was a poodle. I, I wanted a poodle, not for any reason, except that no dog hair. I'm kind of not great with the dog hair. And I get allergies and stuff. Like cats, I can't really do because of allergy. Mm -hmm. But so a hypoallergenic dog would be best for me. As you consider through those options. Okay, Bailey, that's going. Yeah. I was going to say Bailey's hypoallergenic. It's a Havanese poodle. They're really fun. Yeah, I like your dog. She's cute. I got to meet her when we were there. My gosh, it's been years since I've been in person with you, AJ. It's crazy. Three years. Three wow. years. It was you, we came literally right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like a day or two. And then everything shut down. And that was right when we were starting out selling our uh, salad dressings and we did it with you. And my website kept crashing because of all the people that were coming. Oh my gosh, what a <laughs> what an experience. Now we have such a more reliable website. Okay, this is just more veggie stock. I'm just going to add enough to cover these potatoes. You don't have to use entirely veggie stock. You can use a mix of veggie stock and water, whatever your, your preference is. Some veggie stocks are really strong and need, in my opinion, need to be diluted. So this particular one, though, I like. Okay, what else? Where's my recipe for this? Make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Crank the heat on that because now we just added those room temp potatoes. Okay, so now we're just gonna cut the cat, chop up the cabbage. We'll get the potatoes cooking. We're, we're doing good. How are we doing on time? AJ, can I go a little late? Yes, you can. Okay. Of course. I'm so uh, I'm used... worried about my shamrock shake. I know. Honestly. We, we're gonna make that while this soup is cooking. So that's gonna be our appetizer drink. Okay, this is looking really nice. Sorry, check it out. It's beautiful. Um, this is where, if you want, you can put in a little more black pepper. You can add, you know, adjust anything you like. Um, but it's not going to need much in the way of adjusting, unless you have like a really discerning palate, which even I don't. So I'm I'm real easy going with the food, like you, AJ. Okay, so let's chop up some more cabbage. Uh, this one's going to use like a whole, probably a whole cabbage. Um, this is. This is a lot, so I'm going to start with From that. Your monster we'll, award-winning cabbage. We'll see. Yeah. But like a normal medium-sized cabbage would be good for this dish. And I will, I will throw it in. I'm running out of bowls here. Here's one. Someone was asking where you find those bowls. These are IKEA bowls. Um, I really like these ones because they spin really nicely because they have a small surface area on the bottom, so you can, you know, spin and mix, and that's really nice. Um, they're lightweight. They're really easy to clean. I, I love those bowls. Okay, so now we're going to chop up this cabbage. We're going to eventually add it to our soup, and that's, that's really the end of the soup. Oh, no, there's one other step. There's another secret step to richness. Okay, so let's chop. And you don't have to be, like, super thin with this. Again, you, you could use your food processor. If you think those pieces are too long, you can cut them this way and then they'll be a little bit smaller because this was a Mondo cabbage. Dorothy you can just take said, chunks of the cabbage and then you can have smaller pieces like this. Oh, sorry, Reeves, I mm -hmm. lost you. There you are. No worries. Dorothy says, Dylan, your Band-Aid drawer is so validating. Me too. <laughs> you got to have it. I mean, it, it happens to the best of us and uh, using a sharp knife, I think is really important for safety. But when and you, most of my cuts aren't like this action that you're looking at now. It's usually when I go like this or something like that, or I drop the knife and grab it. Um, those kinds of things are when I cut myself. 
because I'm just being a little too careless with my movements when I'm not chopping. Okay, yeah, this is a lot. Of, this is a big cabbage. We only used half of this thing. <laughs> and that was, we used it in two recipes. Yeah, the other one was kale. Okay. The other thing you can do for this soup to speed it along is to throw the lid on it. It's taking some time here. And we, the only thing we're going to be waiting on is for the, cook, the potatoes to cook through. But I had my lid out for this reason, didn't I? It's still under here. Here it is. And you can put the lid on and bring it up to a boil even faster. Those cast iron, that's a Dutch oven. Those cast iron tanks are pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. They do have an enamel, but it's not like the Teflon, which is much more fragile. That enamel uh, holds up for years. Unless you totally burn, unless you, um, it's not that you burn stuff on the bottom of it. That's no big deal. It's if you let it get too hot by leaving it on a burner when you forget about it. That's how I destroy Dutch ovens is they, they, you don't need as much heat. And if you leave them on a hot burner with nothing in them, they can start to crack that enamel. And that's when you're going to have to replace them sooner. Let's finish chopping this little bit that's left. Danelle asks, have you ever used a mezzaluna? Yeah, Reeves, tell them about what you love to use the mezzaluna for. I love to use it to chop mushrooms. I just put them in a bowl and I go to town because I don't care that they're uniform size or what. Because I love just sauteing mushrooms uh, on the stove, which is like a little touch of liquid smoke to kind of give it like a mushroom bacon kind of flavor. And I sprinkle that on everything. Nice. Yeah, uh, we like the those Holland Mill bowls that, you know, Tammy, um, I don't know if you use those too, AJ, but they're they're pretty cool bowl. I don't eat a lot of chopped salad. I, I get my greens like this in these cooked starchy dishes. I usually have my greens and all the starches all together. So I don't find that I use it too often, but I every time I have used it, I really like it. And I really like the finished product. Oh boy. Let's check that. So we got up to a boil, apparently. Okay, and then just stir it, make sure nothing's stuck on the bottom. Ooh, and now we'll just great. let this simmer. Oh, it smells so good too. And I'll just kind of put it on medium high. We'll let that simmer. Let's let those potatoes cook. And then one more little step that I want to show you. I did rinse this blender, so we'll use that. We're going to add a little bit of cashew cream. Now, I've been referring to that potato chowder that we made where we added soy milk. And uh, for this one, though, I'm going to add a little bit of water and cashews. You can do whatever you want. The soy milk or the almond milk or whatever is going to be a little bit less calorie dense, say, than adding uh, cashews and water. But it is a very small amount, so you pick what works best for you. Um, but if you're not using the cashews, I would use a little bit of plant milk just to give it some creaminess. Uh, that's a nice touch. So let's just blend these. We're going to just blend these for a minute. I, I let them soak in the half. So it was a half cup of water and half a cup of cashews. I let it soak. The blender doesn't need you to do that, but it is faster. Okay, 
So we've got that. It's nice and juicy, so you're not going to have to like scrape it off the sides and stuff. You can just pour it in. We'll wait until the end. And so now all we got to do is add our cabbage, which I think we could probably do now. Sure. I'll test the potatoes and see if they need another minute, and we'll decide if we want to go on to our shamrock shake first or add the cabbage. Okay, looking good, looking good. Nice. Three recipes so far. Hey, we made a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's taste these potatoes. <laughs> they don't, they're not going to take long because we cut them into small pieces. But they do need a few more. Oh! They need a few more minutes. <laughs> so let's make a shamrock. Let's let those cook for another minute. Mm. Mm. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm we, ready. We kind of forgot to froze, freeze our bananas. So <laughs> they're going to be half frozen. They've been freezing for like four hours or so. What about using a little ice? A little ice? Okay, I'll try that. That's a good I idea. mean, if you, if you wanted a little quicker. So we're making a shamrock shake. I've got four bananas. Normally they would be entirely frozen. But I'll do... Yeah, they're, they're a little soft, but they're pretty cold. <laughs> and so here's the rest of it. Oops. So the shamrock shake has a pretty pepperminty flavor, right, Reebs? Yeah. How much peppermint? I've got this peppermint flavor. You got to be careful. Like a quarter that. teaspoon. I better get the actual measuring. We don't open this thing up, but for this shake. So let's see if I can even get into In this every bottle. March. <laughs> That's not going to do it. I think I have another one. That thing is tight. Okay, that one opened right up. All right, a quarter teaspoon along with our bananas. It went a little heavy. Then maybe wipe the rim off before you put the lid on so that it doesn't stick closed quite so hard. Then we've got a little bit of vanilla. You could use the vanilla powder. Um, I still have a little vanilla. We're going to use, what, a half a teaspoon? I should just follow your recipe and stop doing the Dylan thing. Half teaspoon, so we'll fill up one, two quarters. And then we have our date powder. Of course, you can use dates again. We're going to use our date powder for this as well. Mm -hmm. Some soy milk, whatever milk you like, and a good a cup or so of spinach. It doesn't need to be a lot, just enough to give it color. We're not doing this for the nutrition. Uh, it's, it's really just a banana smoothie, you know what I'm saying? Okay, and let's add some uh, ice. We'll just throw in a handful of ice because my bananas weren't quite frozen. And I am going to need the plunger for this one, so let's give it a whirl and see where it goes. Reeves, are you going to want this in a martini glass? Martini? That's not big enough. Kids and call it an incredible Hulk shake. There you go. 
Trick them. <laughs> okay. Let's have a taste, shall we? What do you guys think of the show? Anybody new, new to us, seeing us for the first time today? I hope you'll come back and see us. We've got an awesome cooking show coming up. On the 31st is our second show for the month of March. We're doing brunch episodes. We'll have all PDF recipes just like we've done here. You can access all of our previous, I think this is episode 114. So you can go back to all 113. That's, that's like hundreds of hours of content. And you get, here's what you get. You can check it out, pause the video or something if you want to see it later. But it's 15 bucks a month, an awesome value for two shows, a 10% discount, access to everything from our previous shows, sorry. So we'd love to have you. Okay, where's a glass? Let's do a taste. Dylan, people were laughing when you were at the blender and your head was on my body. Yeah, that happens a lot here with the reeps can. Wait, you have to do the arms. Uh, it's your episode. <laughs> Go ahead, AJ. No, I was Sorry, say, AJ? It, it's my episode 1,432. Oh my nice. gosh. <laughs> I, I wonder when I'm going to get to 1,500, see, because you never know exactly, because when it's an even number, I like to try to get, you know, some special guest, you know, not that you're not special, but, you know, somebody that doesn't want to come on a lot, like, usually I can guilt them into coming on when it's a number. Yes, a I number, totally understand. You know what I mean? No, you've been, you have been incredibly consistent. It's really very impressive. Not many people can do what you do. Would you like to taste this? Would yeah. you like to be the taster? Let's give I this would to like you. to taste it, but I guess. Do you want a, a, a straw? <laughs> it's kind of thick. I love this. <laughs> oh, that is so good. It's minty. It's delicious. It tastes just like a shamrock <laughs> shake, at least as far as I can remember. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Okay, back to the stove. We got to get this cabbage in. Um, Stephanie so, wants to know if there's a clean extract to recommend. And I know that some people use like essential oils, like a drop or two, because extracts generally do have alcohol in them. I, I don't know a lot about extracts, to be honest, because we really don't use them for barely anything. I do try to use the vanilla powder, which I learned about from you, AJ, mm -hmm. instead of the vanilla liquid. But I'm trying to use up this bottle and then never buy it again. You can um, use mint leaves. Mint leaves. That would be great for this because they're already green and they'll add some yep. color. That would be perfect yep. for this Good recipe. Good idea. Yep. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have a good answer on the extract. Something that would be like dried would be really nice. I, I, but the, the alcohol is usually used to pull the flavor out uh, as part of the process. So I'm, I'm just not sure. I'm not enough of a food scientist to, to say for sure. As you can see, I'm just adding the cabbage kind of handfuls at a time, letting it wilt a little bit. There's a piece that I just needed to break up. And then boom, we've got a whole head of cabbage, a whole human normal sized head of cabbage. And uh, all the potatoes. Now you're going to see this is going to thicken it up. The cabbage will give off some juice, but it is, it might call for adding a little bit more liquid to this. So you can take your hot kettle and you can just top it off with some liquid. Um, you can also add some liquid as you go, like eating it. So when you get down to the bottom, if it's getting thick, you could just add some veggie stock at the end and bring it back to a soupy consistency. And this is it. Um, I'm going to crank the heat again because we added the cabbage, but it's already softening. Um, and, and really you just need to give it a few minutes to soften and cook everything together. And now we'll add that secret ingredient, the cashew cream or your soy milk. You could just sub maybe a couple cups worth of the veggie stock for soy milk if you're going to do it that way. And we're just going to give it a little creaminess. It's going to lighten the color a little. 
and it looks like this beautiful creamy soup. Reeves? Yes. I have a question for you. Yeah, what is it? This then? is looking so good. It smells delicious. Why, Reeves, let me come back to the camera. Why does an Irish bean soup only have 239 beans? Oh, you know why, Del? Because one more bean and it would be too farty. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I looked online for Irish jokes for like a million years and they're all just derogatory and stupid. <laughs> and then you heard that one at some appointment. Randomly. I overheard it. It wasn't even for me. It wasn't even for you. And you heard that joke. And when you told that to me, I was like, that is the best Irish joke I've ever heard. It doesn't make anybody feel bad. And it's funny. Oh, wait, I have one. I have one. What do you call an Irish lawn chair? An Irish what? An Irish lawn chair or an Irish lounge chair. Okay, what do you call it? Patio furniture. <laughs> we, have, we have a furniture, outdoor furniture store called Patio Furniture. Um, that's good. That's a good one, too. I like the G-rated Irish jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're not, they're not racial. Mm. Oh, that is good. That's very good. Yeah, the mint leaves would be a really nice touch. That's a great idea. I would have I done that if I thought of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're back to a boil. We'll turn it down, and I think we're ready to plate and taste. Okay, let's do this thing. Reeves, you want to help? Yeah. Okay. Somebody was saying they have all the ingredients for the soup, except that their cabbage is uh, red cabbage. Um, well, that's, I mean, not the worst thing. Well, somebody yeah. makes it like that in our Facebook group all the time. They call it purple soup. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There you go. Okay, Reeves, if you wouldn't mind, let me give this salad a stir. Nice. Maybe we can do a plate there with the salad and the potatoes. Okay. There you go. That's been marinating. It's going to be good. There is the plate. And then I'll get this soup ready. Check that out. Oh, this is just the best meal. I'm so glad we get to eat this as soon as we're off the air. <laughs> A nice big starchy meal for the whole family. So there's that beautiful salad, potatoes. What more could you want? No, nothing. That's the whole meal right there. And we're just going to add to it with a soup. Yeah, mm. I love those bowls. Those are gorgeous. I love this type of bowl. That's it needs to be a plate with a lip on it so that you could get every last piece. Sorry, I left your camera. Okay, here we go with some of this beautiful Colcannon soup. The smell is amazing. Now this is where you can like grab a little liquid. You can always add liquid to this pot. Now I'll just put this thing on low, cover it, and just sip out of this pot all day long. So simple. Just put it, I'll put it on like a one for now because it's still cooking a little bit. And I'll need a spoon. And if you guys know Dylan, and I know you do, he is not afraid to taste it that hot, but I sure am. Well, we can give it two seconds if you'd prefer. But I could try these. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go ahead I can't wait. If I look at that much longer. Mm. What? I want to dig right into that soup because I'm star. I haven't eaten anything yet today. Mm. That is so good. Such a simple salad. 
It's got that sweet, but that tang. All we did was chop up some cabbage, onion, there's a can of chickpeas. We blended up a dressing really fast, boom. Mm -hmm. Potatoes. I just love the color of these potatoes. Yeah, I like the flavor myself. Mm. Mm. Greens in the potatoes. You guys gotta try it. Oh, those onions, those homegrown onions are good. Mm -hmm. Very nice, very nice. Y'all, if you wanna support us, the best way is to go and buy our cookbooks. We've got a bundle of three cookbooks with all super simple SOS free ingredients where the steps are fast and easy, no fuss. And we, of course, have a whole lineup of these healthy food products like the ones we've been using in these recipes. And so check them out. Let us know what you think. At the very least, join our newsletter so you can stay in touch with us. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We mm -hmm. finally got our 100,000 subscribers plaque. There you can see. I didn't corner. get one. Does anyone know why? You got to order it, AJ. I'll show you how if you want. It oh, takes like you. five minutes. Okay. Yeah, appreciate it's, it. Fantastic. It's really fast. These I have thought to myself, why doesn't AJ put her plaque behind her? Because I never got one and nobody will answer me at YouTube when I write them. But thank you. Appreciate okay, it. I will, I will send you the link. If you have any trouble, then I'll just ask for your private data and I'll do it for you. Oh my God. <laughs> thank you. I mean, the food, I mean, everything you make looks delicious, but today was so potato centric that it just yeah. like, just, I want to eat everything. Oh, that soup is good. A little bit of crunch from the cabbage. It'll soften over time, but I love that little bit of crunch from the cabbage, the potatoes, the broth, the flavor is just so good. Please try the fennel. If you haven't done it, try it. And if you don't like it, well, then change it up for next time. No, fennel's great. Give fennel a try. It reminds me of good and plenty, you know, the candy. Oh, gosh, I haven't had those in, since I was a little kid. Yeah. Those have a very unique flavor. I'm not a big, uh, are they like a black licorice it's well, good and plenty is black licorice, but it comes white and pink, the candy coating outside. But fennel is anise like it, it tastes a little licorice to me, doesn't it to you? A little but bit? so much more subtle. I actually really don't like black licorice. My mom loves it, but I can't I stand will, And I, I, I find fennel to just be the right subtle flavor. Yeah. yeah no, don't forget amazing. the recipes. That soup looks amazing. It's so nice. It's so hearty and warming and it's just awesome to eat all day long so that you don't have to make a separate lunch and a dinner. I'm all about that. I love that. And get all these recipes down below in the description box. There's a link. Yeah. Check out our, we've got our big uh, clearance sale going on. You can get these four items on your screen at 25% off. Uh, we're just making room for a new batch. They're not going away, don't worry. But uh, they're on sale right now. So grab them while they last. You know, okay. I would put rice in that soup. I do that. Even when soup has starch like potatoes, I still put rice in it. I'm you could use a frozen bag of rice, throw it that's right what in the I do. Soup. I love fresh. adding rice to my, it just makes it even more starchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some red lentils too. I love like a, a chicken with rice, you know, not chicken with rice type of flavor with the carrot, celery, onion, rice, and then just any kind of no salt seasoning. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So good. Thank you so much for what you do. You make it look so easy. I mean, it is easy, but you make it actually look even easier. Thank you, AJ. Thanks for having us. Thanks for staying a little late. No, and, and never a problem. Well, thank you guys. I look forward. Well, let's see. Next month, I think you're coming. Are you coming on after Easter or before? So you're the third when you're the third Thursday. Third so Thursday. that means, oh, that means the 20th. So I think you might be coming on after Easter. But are you coming on before Passover? That's the thing. Because I'm just trying to think since holiday themes are so fun. Well, you'll figure mm -hmm. it out, even if it's not a holiday theme. I promise there'll be delicious, simple recipes. If not, maybe you know, do something for Mother's Day for the next month, you know? There you oh, go. Oh, cool, yeah. Because Reeves is a mother now. She gets to celebrate. Yeah, that's yeah, mom. You had your first Mother's Day only like 10 days after becoming a mom. 
It was only seven, actually. Seventh? Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> he was born on May 1st. So. Oh, that's great. Oh, he's a Taurus like you. That's why he likes to eat so much. <laughs> oh, okay. That is, is that a thing? I didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. That explains a lot. Absolutely. Oh, Tell great. Me more. <laughs> Thank, thanks so much, guys. I look forward to seeing you next month. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, all of you, also, for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for a Q&A with Dr. Ron Weiss, where he answers your questions, but you have to send them in in advance. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.